I'm not even really sure what to say about this episode, except to say that Lauren way overuses Urban Dictionary. Please don't look it up. She looks it up for you. That's probably going to have to be in part two. I couldn't handle the obscenity for the first part. And Sarah jumps out of a moving car that she's supposed to be driving. I just, well, yeah, I do. I sing a little song about tractors dragging you down. Here it is. Welcome to Bad Choice Tuesday with Andrea Howell. I'm talking with my friends about the questionable choices we make, sometimes unconventional, sometimes unavoidable, sometimes flat out bad. And sometimes Bad Choice Tuesday happens on a Thursday night. We're talking about friendship, unconditional love, and questionable choices. Welcome to Bad Choice Tuesday. want to object to the use of the word bad. I'm starting to feel bad that I used bad choice Tuesday because although it just happened, it's not as if I designed it, right? We just kind of started using it. So I've decided to forget whatever it was that we were initially referring to when we were talking on Tuesdays and making (laughs) questionable choices. I should have called it questionable choice Tuesday, but that is way too many syllables. Well, and, and I can say BCT. QCT doesn't work as well. I don't like it as much. Have we checked? I kind of feel like we should have checked to make sure BCT didn't mean something else. Oh, now I'm going to check. No, don't check now. Oh, no. Urban Dictionary. (laughs) Urban Dictionary. (laughs) Urban Dictionary is your friend. Yeah. I'm afraid that we're going to find something really, really. I am too. I'm thinking this might not be a good idea to look. Oh, but that, well, you know what? If you look and you find something and it's really scandalous, we'll just, oh no, I can tell the look on your face, the laughing. That's no, no, bad. the, no the first one is, no, the first one is basic combat training. That's fine. <laughs> it's, <laughs> that kind of goes along with bad choice Tuesday. Okay. It's ball camel toe. <laughs> It's the male version of camel toe. Oh no. no. One nut dives for the left leg and the other one dives for the right. (laughs) Oh my god. Okay. So Oh, it just gets worse. (laughs) No, no. Okay, so stop. Okay. Okay. We're gonna just (laughs) continue. We're gonna continue on with the name Bad Choice Tuesday. We're going to consider any merchandise that we might develop from now on. (laughs) Shirts that say BCT because it means big city titty. (laughs) Big city titty. Oh my God. See, not. Or butt clenching terror. (laughs) No, no, wait. I'm thinking. (laughs) Ball cock torture. Okay. I'm going to have to edit that out. That's why I paused. There was a pause on purpose. <laughs> okay, stop, stop. Okay, so on Bad that's Choice Tuesday. That's pretty much it. So pretty on, much it. on Bad Choice Tuesday, we are generally avoiding discussing sexual things that are intimate while still calling it BCT. <laughs> and not, like not looking in the Urban Dictionary, not. That was a very, that was, that was a questionable choice right there. So I'm just going to call that bad choice Tuesday on your part. 
and forgive you for looking it up and pretend now that I can think it without laughing. Can this be my bad choice Tuesday moment? Is that I I want to add bad choice Tuesday BCT as part of the Urban Dictionary? No, you cannot add bad choice Tuesday to Urban Dictionary. Okay. We have to wait. We'll wait and see if it becomes a thing and then, you know. Well, I think that's part of how it becomes the thing, isn't it? Yeah, but no, no, we're not. No. No, no. Because no. And I think people can, other people can edit Urban Dictionary. Well, and I don't want to be lumped in with the other BCTs. Okay. Well, that's why I'm saying I would be adding it. And you're right. That's how things get in there is because people add them. I think we should not. Have you ever Urban Dictionaried your name? Don't know. No. No. Why would I do that? No, no. Don't you don't put yours in like you type in your name and see yeah, what it no. says. No, this is this is a lot. OK, so this is a this is a whole other topic. We could talk about when you ask questions that you really do not want to know the answer to. That's what this is right now. Urban Dictionary is a font of information that you will wish you didn't know. That is very true. Okay. So how about we, as our target audience, choose people who agree not right now to go to Urban Dictionary and look up BCT? (laughs) (laughs) Because (laughs) I am part of our target audience. And I have Urban Dictionary my name. <laughs> it's why I have it as an app on my phone, not because of my name, but because there are things that I want to learn. <laughs> it's most, you know, seriously, I like I'm sitting there going, what does SMDH mean on Facebook? People mack my damn head. It's no? Shaking, shaking my damn head. Oh, well. but, but same thing, right? Like, but there, that's why I have Urban Dictionary is because people put these random, ac- they're not acronyms, right? Because acronym means that it actually it spells a word, right? Right. So um, what is it when it's not an acronym? A, uh, okay, well, now we're just recording ourselves being undereducated. <laughs> And just as Lauren and I are about to get completely out of control, Sarah joins the conversation and changes the subject. Thank goodness. We do come back in part two and revisit the whole Urban Dictionary debacle. But for now, let's talk about driverless cars. We'll get there. When I was working in the company I was working at before now, they put F slash U on yeah. everything follow up follow up yeah oh and that's and, yeah that's all over our charts and that is not at all what i thought when i first saw that because i didn't use that anywhere else i had ever worked yeah. and i'm going why are we writing fu really big i mean i know nobody's a big fan of what's his name but <laughs> <laughs> yeah remember i remember learning in spanish about the what was the car that kept exploding and it meant go. Oh, no, no. You're talking about the Nova. The Nova. Nova. Yes. No yes, go. Because so. Nova means no go, but it, it didn't explode. You're thinking of like a Pinto. Yeah. The Pinto, I think, was the one that 
automatically caught on fire. Although I have a friend is a really sad story, but um, her mother was very, very much injured by a that automatically started on fire after being parked and the engine turned off, burned down their house. Wow. It's a, it a crazy story. I mean, this makes wow. me glad we park our outside. I'm just and, saying. And this is not the first case oh. of automatic combustion after the vehicle has been parked for a while. Wow. Yeah. Hey, Lauren's going to go move her car. <laughs> no, 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 no. Bud's got that car. Thank God. Okay. So, <laughs> well, maybe it's, uh, I don't know what model and what year, but yeah, you look, Google that. Well, and now all I'm thinking is now, Andrea, you weren't wrong when you were thinking spontaneous combustion was a thing. Oh my gosh. Okay. So yeah, here's another bad choice Tuesday. So my dad injured in a house fire when I'm 10, right? He's burned from the waist up second and third degree burns over 30% of his body. So should be dead, but was not. And in great deal of pain for decades, right? And I, as a 10 year old, was never told what started the fire. And for some reason, this escaped everybody. I don't know if I never asked. But at the time that it happened, I was in what, fourth grade or something, fifth grade, and yeah. reading a, a Ripley's Believe It or Not book, in which it talked about spontaneous combustion. Oh, my and gosh. I spent years, I mean, I mean, literally probably 20 years. I was, I was an adult. I think my mom had died and I probably had kids before I stopped being afraid of spontaneous. Oh, oh and to add insult to injury, the movie Firestarter with Drew Barrymore, where she could instantly start things on fire, came out at the same freaking time. It was the mid 80s. Michael Jackson got burned. Firestarter came out. I'm reading the Ripley's Believe It or Not book where people are combusting, you know, bursting into flames. And nobody told me what started the fire. Mm. I think I told you what started the fire. And that was within like the last five or six years. Yes, I think so, too. Yeah, so, I didn't. And- but I stopped. I stopped being afraid that I would actually start a fire. But I think at some point I stopped being actively afraid of it and simply stopped thinking about it. And so I stopped wondering what had started it. But mm-hmm. it was a long time before I actually specifically thought, oh, that's not what happened. And kind of gave myself, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, tell your kids what fucking happened. Because I promise you, they will make up something worse. And if they you've got a curious me. kid, well, it, yeah. And somehow Lauren, Lauren knew. But, oh, um, somehow. Somehow, really? Did you ask? No, I smoked. Oh, yeah. My dad had been (laughs) drinking and dumped out his ashtray in the trash can and didn't make sure that everything was out first. And they didn't tell me that they didn't tell me the drinking part. I put that together on my own, knowing that the effects of alcohol. (laughs) Well, I I knew that he had a couple of glasses of wine at night. Mm-hmm. You know, I still have the glasses that he used to have his wine in the silver rim at the top with the silver circles on it. Do you? you? Know? 
Yeah, yeah, I do. But yeah, so I he dumped out his ashtray and didn't make sure everything was out. And the trash can started in the fire. Or sorry, in the sorry, the fire started in the trash can. Wow. Okay. But yeah, so they told me because I was a smoker. So when I would smoke, they had me put like run it under water. I had to put it, it. Well, my mom said that that was the big thing is that he knew better. He should have been running that underwater. I put out my cigarette in an ashtray that went inside a metal coffee can because we used to have metal coffee cans. And then that went inside that little Weber grill that mom and dad had on the back back deck. And, and so that was coating. Yes. So so it was ashtray in the metal trash, in the metal coffee can, inside the metal grill on the back porch so that there's no way that it could start the house on fire. Mm. Yeah. And then, Sarah, you've heard the story about the therapist they took me to, right? Have I, I told you this? I don't think so, so. I was too afraid to even have candles on my birthday cake. And I mean, like in college, when there would be a bonfire, I really yeah. had a hard time with that. Okay. So everything. And so my parents, they take me to this therapist. And the first thing he does is he lights, he's going to light a candle. And he says, like, mm-hmm. here's the candle. It's on my desk. You're safe. And it's yeah. fine. And you're going to be okay. And we're going to light the candle. And you're going to sit here and nothing bad's going to happen. And then we'll talk. And I'm like, oh, oh my God. Okay. You know, but, and I'm like, I am not happy with this man. This is not happening in front of me. And then he lights, he didn't even have a freaking lighter. He lit a match, a wooden match, lit the candle and tossed the match into his full trash can. (laughs) And that's the story that Andrea was telling me when I said, well, gosh, it makes sense that you freaked out so much since it started in the trash can. And she goes, it started in the trash can. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thought it was spontaneous combustion. So back to the cars exploding, because the car thing was kind of why Sarah, I need Sarah to tell the story to Lauren, the safety professional. Oh, right. Can we take a pause real quick? Yes. For <laughs> Oh, do we haven't explained your behavior? No, we have not explained my behavior. I've had a really fucked up day. <laughs> Like, Are you having bad behavior? I don't even notice. <laughs> oh, choice Tuesday. Bad choice Tuesday. The wind blew over two sections of the fence surrounding our pool. Bud is in St. Louis. I'm like taking pictures, sending them to him. And he's like, fuck. It's like everything is just, there's a big clusterfuck of shit going on. And that, yeah. And then I made a copy thinking, oh, that will help. And then I put Bailey's in it. So, you know. <laughs> I know. I, I was like, you know what? I'm tired. I'm a uh, long week. I'm going to grab a beer as I go up and have this conversation. You're listening to Bad Choice Tuesday, a conversation about friendship, unconditional love, and unconventional choices. For more information, go to badchoicetuesday.com. We're glad you're here. And now, back to Bad Choice Tuesday. Bad Choice Tuesday is so often about jumping into things, people jumping into things. And I wanted you to share this story because it's about jumping out. That's right. Okay, now I'm very worried as a safety professional. (laughs) 
Oh, choice of jumping out. Buckle up. (laughs) (laughs) Or don't. No, no pun intended, right? If if I could, I would put on the seatbelt right now. (laughs) My chair. Well, we're going to take you to a 1972 Chevy Impala where there are no (laughs) seatbelts. We're going to go back in time. I was 16 at the time. It was probably, it was winter. I'm not sure what month, but it was lightly snowing that evening. And as a new driver, I didn't appreciate the importance of slowing down um, when the weather is (laughs) not the best. (laughs) So it was, it was dark. I don't know. It was after nine o'clock. I'm not sure what time in the evening, but I come barreling down the subdivision to my parents' house and I I don't know, I exactly the speed that I was reeling into the driveway, but could have been 25, 30 miles an hour. <laughs> and we have a pretty big driveway. So I thought I had plenty of time to, you know, slow down. <laughs> so I whip this car into the driveway and probably there's i don't know a fourth of an inch of snow that is now black ice (laughs) so i drive and i keep driving cannot stop the car (laughs) the way my parents house backyard it backed up to a major road so as i'm now the car is approaching going off into the grass (laughs) and there is a big hill that is you know now car is going down the hill and i'm approaching the driveway or approaching the road (laughs) i decide in an instant to jump out of this moving vehicle as one does my unmanned car <laughs> proceeds and of course this is a Chevy 72 Chevy Impala like huge metal beast that is gaining speed going down this hill it literally flies over the two lane road that <laughs> was at the end of my parents yard and it proceeded to head into somebody else's yard across the street towards their house. (laughs) Thankfully, there was a very large tree that was close to their house. And you were no longer in the car. I am no longer in the car. (laughs) I run back up to the house and the front door is locked. So I'm like beating, you know, my hand on the door and knocking and you know there's multiple locks on the front door so my mom's like behind the door like wait a minute you know and stop banging and she was like so irritated at me that this teenager is like being so obnoxious and so impatient and finally she opens the door and I'm like she's like what is going on I'm like the car has gone down the hill <laughs> like your car went where I'm like, down the hill. Why aren't you in it? (laughs) 
so see it? Could you see the car? And went outside and down the hill and the car was wrapped around the tree, still running. And there was it actually clipped another vehicle, which thankfully nobody was harmed. But they were emotionally traumatized because <laughs> they thought that I was still in the car. And so the car was wrapped around a tree and no there was no movement. So they were all traumatized. And of course, here comes this 16-year-old teenager bouncing down the hall, you know, the the uh the yard to claim the vehicle is like, hey, that's mine. <laughs> so yeah. Don't worry, I jumped out way back there. <laughs> that, that was my quick choice to jump out of a moving vehicle. <laughs> And just let caution to the wind as far as where that vehicle landed. Oh, well, thank God you're okay. <laughs> yes, and thank God everybody else is okay. And I think my parents had to pay for that tree to be removed because <laughs> it had damaged the tree. <laughs> Which at one point was a living thing. <laughs> Is that covered by insurance, do you think? I guess yeah, it's not. I don't it is. I mean, it uh, is. There's, a, I, there's always those commercials with whatever insurance company that's like, yeah, we've heard that one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this crazy story that like, <laughs> you haven't heard this one. <laughs> um, so yeah, maybe they'd heard something like that. I don't know. Oh but. my God. It, well, the tree was also, it was covered by the insurance. And as long as you were an authorized driver. Wait, you, and you know this, why? Because I work for an insurance company. Oh, okay. I also know this because mom and dad's insurance paid for the telephone pole that I ran into when I was 16. <laughs> really? 79 Chrysler Newport, baby. That's I, what I, happened to that car. Yeah. I, I never was, knew. I was turning left onto the major road that ran through our subdivision onto another major road in front of our uh, my violin teacher's house. <laughs> and so, I turned left and I didn't know any better with the fishtailing. And mm -hmm. so I turned. They tell you to turn into the skid. That's not true. That's not what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to keep your wheels aligned to the direction you want to go. And I learned that, unfortunately, from the cop who showed up after my violin teacher had come out and called my parents. Like she ran out, ran back in, called my parents and said, guess what? <laughs> Lauren's car is wrapped around a telephone pole. I feel you. Yes, the telephone pole was also covered by the <laughs> But you, you didn't know, jump out. It's still a living thing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it was funny because I we recently had a, a work event where we had to play that game, Two Truths and a Lie. Mm -hmm. I, I, why didn't I put one of my lie, you know, the lie as I, uh, or the truth being that I have jumped out of a moving vehicle. Seriously. Uh, I got to remember <laughs> that one for next time when we play that game. <laughs> And you can add in Lauren's can be your lie that you stayed in your vehicle while it wrapped around a telephone pole. <laughs> yes, but not so the greatest choice. To, to show our age, part of the reason I may have been distracted with that fishtailing and, and the car was because 
I wanted to listen to a tape in my car, and so I had a boombox. <laughs> boombox in the passenger seat of the vehicle. I think that's great, uh, you know, problem solving. Really good problem solving. <laughs> it didn't stay in the passenger seat. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you're lucky it didn't kill you. Can you imagine one of those big 80s boomboxes flying around? It was that silver one that used to be yours that That's only had That's what happened to that. I can tell I'm going to tell I'm going to I'm going to spend most of these recordings going That's what happened. That's what happened to dad. That's what happened to my car. That's what happened to my boombox. <laughs> Sarah doesn't know what really happened to her car because she was back on the driveway. Yes. How did you jump safely out of the car? Had you learned parachute falls? <laughs> I just opened the car door and I literally just leaned out. <laughs> you were so lucky you didn't run over yourself. Yeah. I mean, I'm in a winter coat and and i just kind of leaned out and somehow i was delivered from that vehicle <laughs> i don't know how you got the car door because getting a car door open is can be heavy especially uh, in those older cars they're heavy doors i think oh that in that God. moment it very much felt like uh you know a survivalist kind of thing took over of like Oh, you know, my impending death is is coming here in a minute <laughs> down this uh hill on the in the yard. So I think we sometimes can make decisions very quickly when it feels like life or death. Unavoidable. Really. Mm -hmm. Well, and I was about to say then that makes it not so much a bad choice, but actually it's still a choice. It just was a very, very quick one. <laughs> sometimes unavoidable. Sometimes you know, those choices are unavoidable. You know, in the thought of being able to navigate the car, like with the steering wheel on the grass, which would have been a different surface and kind of like, you know, navigate it down the hill. <laughs> never occurred to me. <laughs> that was not an option. Well, uh, and to be honest with I, you, I since you did like, <laughs> I was if you didn't have a seatbelt, thank God you got out of the car. You got to go through the windshield. That's yeah. a really good point. Actually, a very good choice. Good yes. job, Sarah. Because <laughs> they then didn't have airbags. They didn't have anything that would have stopped you. You would have. Oh, no. No. Right on out there. You saved See? yourself. You did. So there's this moment. I'm sitting here looking at the three of us, and I'm realizing that decades ago, Sarah actually started off as both of our supervisors yeah and i did not know that she was so irresponsible and crazy <laughs> <laughs> and she made such poor choices in her no no, no. <laughs> saved yourself we're giving we're saying this was a good one and didn't <laughs> run and didn't run over yourself <laughs> that so. that was some skill that they pay stuntmen for that <laughs> and that I can tell you, our grandpa did not do quite as well because our grandpa, the reason that we always had to wear our seatbelts was because grandpa had an old truck that didn't have a seatbelt in it and the door hadn't latched completely. And he leaned out 
I guess you could say leaned out, he fell out and ran over his ear and had to have it reattached. So it could have been a lot worse. I know like your coat could get caught in the door and like drag you down with it. <laughs> it, it could have been a lot worse. There's it's a, a song. miracle. It's a miracle. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> oh. So Sarah, have you seen Rhinestone, the movie? Sylvester Stallone and Dolly Parton. It's been so long ago. Okay. Well, you must. I think it won worst movie of the year. The year it came out, and that was after my family saw. We saw it in the theater, and all came home like dirty because we literally fell out of our theater seats onto the floor, laughing so hard. It was our family's favorite favorite movie, and in it, there's a scene where this country singer is up there. It's kind of an open mic night. <laughs> he's, singing, he's singing this this song and he's singing it very seriously you're gonna have to look it up i'll send it to you on youtube he's singing very seriously about being a farmer he's out and he's plowing the fields and the day before his wedding and his his fiance loretta she goes out to plow she's in her wedding dress and she's in the tractor and then she, she says, felt a duty to her crops <laughs> She felt a duty to her crops. And then she, and the wheels caught her gown and dragged her down. (laughs) It could have been a a situation like that for sure. The whole, the whole bar of people in the movie is like cracking up hysterically. And the guy goes, that really happened to my Loretta. (laughs) (laughs) Don't laugh at her. The wheels caught her gown and dragged her. I sent it to my coworkers so that we could use it in safety training. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so perfect. Now you could have Sarah as a guest speaker. <laughs> you can play the scene from Rhinestone. I can't have Sarah as a guest speaker because I use grandpa's story about why you should wear a seatbelt and and she didn't have any seatbelts. So. And Sarah's <laughs> actually saved herself by, <laughs> by jumping, jumping out, out of the, of the car. car. Yeah, I can't use that. That would be bad. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? Bad choice Tuesday. <laughs> You've been listening to Bad Choice Tuesday with Andrea Howell, a podcast about friendship, unconditional love, and questionable choices. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and subscribe to hear our latest episode every Tuesday. For more information and to find previous episodes, go to badchoicetuesday.com. See you next week.